0: Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield.
1: What a beautiful throw by the Baker. Big job.
2: baby. What's happening? We are live for now the sixth mock draft. I am happy you're here with us. Uh, this has taken a life of its own, man. Things have gotten, uh, I guess, I guess clear. Maybe not. Maybe there's more chaos than ever leading up to this thing. So unique and weird that we don't know, you know, where the, who the Browns are going to have available to pick a pick 26. And because we don't know who the Browns are going to have available at 26, it gets a little bit more difficult to project these things. So we at the OBR try to present as many different options for what could potentially happen as entirely possible. Before we start, I want to give you a reminder. $1 for your first month at the OBR. Check us out. See if the draft content, film room content, Rumor Central, Ask the Insiders, and the other plethora of great things such as the Newswire, the beat writing coverage are worth your time. And we would appreciate your support. The YouTube channel, please subscribe to this channel and be pinged every time we go live. We are doing, pardon my language, we're doing a kick-ass draft show. We are going to have myself, Steve is going to be on with us. Jared is going to be at the draft covering it live, and Fred will as well. So we will have content from them on site. We're pretty pumped about it. We're going to be covering the entire draft uh, first day. We'll be there the whole time through the first round and then a couple hours of the second round, kind of when they're up at pick 59 and then into their third round picks as well. So really pumped and hope you can join us like most of you already do. We'll have all the coverage, all the picks. You won't even need to really watch the live coverage. You can, but we'll be covering all of that stuff. So we're really excited about that. More information will come out. We'll come out soon. We'll get an official announcement out there, but if you guys can join us. So I'm going to welcome in our two guests tonight. Well, our two co-hosts, really, uh, OBR faithful, Mr. Mockdraft himself, and Jerry Mueller. This is an all OBR feature tonight, guys.
1: What's happening, folks? I
0: want to say we, hi, are- uh, we got uh, somebody watching from Brazil. I wanted to, Before I forgot, I wanted to say, hey, welcome in from Brazil, man. That's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> that is pretty cool man we i have people listen to podcast from like a whole bunch of places I, I i have to look this up i don't i can't even remember all the time i germany hotspot for browns coverage so you know anyway we got a lot of people joining from everywhere browns are nationwide or well worldwide uh anyway we are going to do the three different mocks again myself i'm going to have the pro football focus mock simulator up steve you have pfn pro football network Correct. And Jared from the picnic basket is going to have the draft network. So we will all three be up and we will all three go through our picks again and chat about them and, and um, we'll see where it leads us. So everybody have your simulators up on our end. If there are questions that are good as usual on the right side that pertain to what we're talking about, maybe you say, Hey Steve, why did you pass on this guy? You absolute derelict. What is your thought process? I will post that question. Same for Jared, like, hey, man, what's up with your hair today? Why are you doing what you're doing? Talk to us about that. Jake, a in a week. why do you look at giving a shower in a week? Those questions are very fair game. So uh, let's, do, let's do it. I'm going to share my screen, and I will go through my pick first. You guys go ahead and start your engines and start your draft, and let's get this thing going.
0: Derelict would be the nicest thing I've been called today, so that'd be nice.
2: On this one, uh, I'm going to update everybody as I go on mine because there, there is an audio version of this. Early picks that are a surprise. Jamar Chase going to Atlanta. Kyle Pitts would be a nightmare in Cincinnati. I would not like that. Patrick Sertango, six. So some weird shuffling early. San Francisco taking um, Justin Fields as well. Caleb Farley has the second corner off the board. So right now we're sitting at pick 19 and... Quitty Pay goes 16 in my board. So it's a little bit of a surprise. Trevon Merrick going 14, a little earlier than he goes. Philly taking Mac Jones at 12. Surprise. We're sitting at pick 20 and 19, I should say. And and J.C. Horn is on the board. So where are you guys sitting around pick 19? Are you guys all the way through? Let's see what everybody else has up at this point. Yeah, you're at pick 19 as well. Who's the best on the board?
0: Yeah, I've got uh, J.O.K. Greg Newsom, Quiddy Pay. Uh, still on the board, um, Bateman. <clears throat> Bateman just went at nineteen. Uh, first four actually, uh, quarterback, 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 which is certainly okay. definitely possible. Uh, yeah. Sertan went at seven. Uh, when JC Horn got past uh, eleven and twelve, I had a thought maybe he'd sneak into trading range, but then uh, Chargers grabbed him at thirteen. So yeah, I mean, there's some guys that we could move up for, uh, but I think. I'm going to let it run because I I do like some of the other guys down here just a little bit further. Uh, So I think I think I'm going to be okay. I think I'm going to just go ahead and let mine run.
1: Okay, Jared, what do you have? Where are you at? So I'm at 19 as well. Um, I was looking at 12 as the highest the Browns could trade up. Obviously relationships are really important. So Andrew Barry had his one year over there with Howie Roseman, 13, also Telesco, Tom Telesco, uh, the chargers gave Andrew Barry his first job in the, in the NFL. So those are two areas I was looking to possibly trade up, but when we got there, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan, and Caleb Farley go off the board. Boom, 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 boom. And so okay. for me, those are three guys. I don't think Farley's going that high, um, but I definitely uh, – those would have been guys that I may have looked to trade up for. But now here at 19, uh, I think Washington is the next place. Uh, they don't have a lot of draft picks. They have a lot of development to do. They, they're they just kind of in that rebuild under Ron Rivera. They just need more picks. Uh, for me, it's a tough one because Jeremiah Owosa-Koromoa, is a guy that I love, um, but I don't know the value of moving up for him. Besides that, I just don't have a guy here. I like Barmore. I'm just not sure the value of trying to move up to 19 and the value that it would take, not on a mock draft simulator, but in the real life.
2: Okay, so I am going to share an interesting tidbit. Do you guys have plans for these drafts or are you just winging it? Much like everything in our lives, Sam, we are winging it. <laughs> What would, a, what would a plan kind of even look it. like? We're, we're talk,
0: mm-hmm. talk we didn't even yeah, know which sir. simulators we were using until two minutes before air. So, <laughs> and we'll, so
2: we're winging it. I'm going to share mine again uh, to start. I'm going to offer pick 91 and pick 26 to try to move up to 19 to get horn. Um, so I am going to offer that trade. And I'm going to be pretty aggressive if it doesn't go through to see if, uh, okay, they took it. So I think that would be a fair deal for me. Even though I like JOK, I like Bateman, like Newsom. Uh, I like Elijah Moore. I like some of the names on the board here. I am more than happy to go get the guy I view as the best corner in this draft at pick 19. So
1: I'm going to go ahead and take JC Horn.
2: And that is and absolutely
1: I... a trade you have to make. It's your extra third round pick a reminder. That's the pick they got to let the saints move up. So it's not as if they gave something significant away. Mm-mm. They just moved down. And they got this extra third round pick. So it's not that you just want to minimize the value of it, but to to get a JC horn to get possibly the number one cornerback just by moving up with the, that extra third round pick is ridiculous value. And you just have to do that. I think.
2: Yeah. Especially if it gets to that range. So, um, I, I someone said Horn or Bust. Listen, it's not it's not a Horn or Bust situation. It's to, it's mm-hmm. uh it, it's there's more there's plenty of good players out there, but there's a guy that I think is going to be clear cut the best corner in this draft. I think he's better than Sertan, just me personally. So I don't mind trading up a few spots. Now I'm not trading up to maybe I, I listen. You can twelve eleven twelve thirteen range. You'd have to give up a lot going up from twenty six. But if he gets to the nineteen twenty range, then right. I'm definitely into. To go get that player, so we're over to you. I have made my pick. I'm going to pause. I'm going to get to the end uh, of the first round, and then I will pause it, and we'll start looking at the second round. Elijah Moore goes in the first round. Santi Samuel, JOK slides all the way down to pick 31. Got it. I'd, I'd hate to see him in <laughs> Kansas City. I would absolutely hate that. So, um, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and throw up Steve. See where you're at. Let's see who you pick.
0: Yeah, um, here's where we are. Uh, this is the top of the board. Not particularly fantastic. I mean, I like Farley if they're okay with his medicals. Uh, Merrig, I have no problem with. Marshall and or are, are a couple of guys that I really like uh, quite a bit. But i got a couple of interesting trade offers. I just wanted to uh, throw them up here. This is one. We're only going down two spots. The Saints have called if, if it's too small Heck for your screen. That. I'm at 26. The Saints want to come up from 28, and they also want to swap pick sixty with pick 89. So basically we drop two spots here and then that 89-91 combo would actually turn into a 59-60 combo. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'd still have 91. So that's, I think I'm going to go ahead and take that, but I, I just wanted to roll this over and show the other one because it's sort of a preview of what's uh, coming tomorrow. Um, a hoodie called. He wants to come way up. He wants to come from 46 all the way to 26. I don't like the package. I'm not going to take it, but... If they were going to come up from 46 and offer next year's one or throw in you know 46, some kind of change, and maybe a J.C. Jackson, something like that, if the board is looking the way it is here and I don't have a guy I love, I might have to take that, you know, drop down to 46, get a guy like a J.C. Jackson in my building and still have 59, 89, 91, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, that's not what they're doing here. I'm not going to take that one. I think I'm just going to go ahead – I don't see how I cannot drop two slots and then pick up 29 slots on the back end. I don't see how I cannot take this. So I'm going to take this Saints trade. We run uh, two more spots. I'm not trading with the Steelers. They can go to hell. Heck no. I'm uh, not going that far, not going that far. Okay. See, and still, uh, Osai is right there. I like Osai quite a bit. But I think, I think for tonight, just for conversation's sake, I'm going to take Farley and just assume that they're okay with his medicals. Um, just because I still think, uh, as we sit here right now in this broadcast time, corner is still the number one spot that they have to attack. And the drop-off after that, there's some really good players in in the rest of day two. But if Farley is right, I think this is a steal for him. Obviously, we out here don't have access to that medical information, but it sounds like the doctors are way more optimistic about Farley than they are about Jalen Phillips. Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and take Farley here uh, just for conversation's sake, so we can have some different uh, prospects and uh, to talk about here.
1: Well, I think the reality with, with injuries is it's it's often hard in the NFL. Either you take them where their talent belongs or they fall ridiculously far, right? Maurice mm-hmm. Hurst's heart issue, which is obviously a medical issue, you know, he was a first, second round kind of guy. He's down in the fifth round. It really feels like either you're comfortable with it and they're, you're going to take them kind of where they belong or they're going to fall multiple rounds. And that's why with Farley and Phillips, it's really interesting because those are top 10, 15, 20 guys so it feels like either they make it there or so many teams have them, you know, off their board or, or huge red flags that they have them drop down third, fourth round kind of thing. It, it almost feels unusual in the NFL that those guys are still, you know, hot mid late first round picks if they have that high value. Yeah, it seems like, and you know, obviously, it's a simulator. It can't
0: be perfect. I mean, that's just the way it is. But if the league is really okay with his medicals, he'll probably be long gone before 26. If they're not okay with his medicals, why would we be the ones to take that chance? But, but just for conversation's sake tonight, I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of it so we can have as many different prospects and different things to look at from the between the three mock drafts. Um, I, I, because like I said, if he's right, I don't think anybody questions that he's he's a freaking stud. So,
1: absolutely, no, I agree with you. And so for me, I'm down to pick 26. I made my screen a little bit bigger uh, just so you could look at the trades. To be honest, I had no tr- plan on trading down this trade right here makes that a little bit more difficult. So the New York Giants have called with 42 and 76 for 26. Steven, I think your trade is more in the Andrew Berry kind of thing right now, which is let's consolidate some picks. Let's get some higher picks. I don't think he wants a ton more picks, maybe next year, maybe some of those kind of things. But uh, this, pit, this trade is really difficult for me right now to, to say no to. The other ones... Uh, the Bucks are offering a fourth and a six. I really don't have interest in quantity <coughs> over quality. Uh, and then I, the Saints want to move up too, and they're going to offer me a seventh round pick. So the Saints are not very generous for the draft network and very generous for pro football network. I'm actually <laughs> going to decline all three of these just so I can look at my board and show off where we're at uh, and hopefully make my board a little smaller. So right now we're looking at Barmore, Jeremiah Oswakoromoa, Aziz Ojolari, Joe Tryon, which is he's getting a lot of buzz lately, uh, at least on social media, uh, that that maybe we didn't think of him as high as maybe the NFL does. Um, Greg Newsom, the second is another cornerback. We could actually go three different cornerbacks in our drafts if if we went in that direction. Uh, Morig, safety, Jamin Davis, Travis Etienne is not going to happen. So for me, this is actually a very easy pick. I love the idea of Jeremiah oso uh, chasing around Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. I love the idea of in passing downs, you have the three safeties, you have him, you have whoever they're rolling out in the defensive line, you have Ward, you have Hill, and then hopefully you have Greedy Williams. Obviously, that's still going to be a need, but you don't get everything. And I want somebody who I know can help against these dynamic quarterbacks, these speedy, receivers the tight ends all of that kind of stuff this is an easy pick for me and there's almost nothing i would do to give the chance that the ravens or anybody else was getting uh jeremiah so that will be my pick but i don't know how do you where are you guys i think we all think he should go higher but where are you guys on him i'm I'm more than happy with him i i i think he's a fantastic
2: football player that can move all over your defense and uh I'd be I'd be fine with him graded higher than Ojalari and Greg Newsom, Then, you know, I don't have a pro, I don't have a problem with it as long as you have a plan for maybe signing a Stephen Nelson or somebody like that. Somebody asked about Farley's age here. Yeah, he's a November birthday guy. So he's right at the edge. He's at the Jordan Elliott range of last year's draft. So mm-hmm. he's at the high end, but not not a guy that we haven't seen proof that they'll take that player. So, um, yeah, I, li- I like Jok okay, though. I think he's he's certainly a fine player. I think you can use him. All over your defense. But I do think you got to really kind of, from there, focus in on a corner, um, secondary help at some point. I know you're going to. There's kind of like my thought process if they made that decision. Uh, I'm going to resume my draft. Only thing I don't like about this one is that you can't see the players left on the board. That's kind of an annoying thing. Greg Newsom slips into the second round. Ojalari on this one slips into the second round. Based on me. <coughs> moving up earlier. I think I'm going to sit still at pick 59. <clears throat> see who's left on the board. There goes Tryon. Let's see who Baltimore picks. Peyton Turner right in front of me. I hate Baltimore. They know everybody I want. <laughs> I hate them. I hate Baltimore. God, should have we, thought about jumping up. That's the guy I wanted. Son of a gun.
1: We lost the picnic basket, I hate them by the so way. much. <laughs> You lost Peyton Turner,
0: and, uh, and Jared's the picnic been basket. exposed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. oh, God, yes. he <laughs> is.
1: Man, they pulled the turn back. Like
0: between two ferns, and you were actually in the White House. That would have been great. You know?
1: That would have been something, but it's not it.
2: <laughs> 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 wow, that's, I don't, that's a I don't tough
1: know. place to be right there. I mean,
2: this is a you, really tough place to be. Oh, man. You already got your cornerback. Green Bay is offering something. Is it? Do they even tell me what they're offering me? 62 and I could go get something else. I don't know. I don't know. I got to look. This is a tough spot to be in, man. Um, I do like Diami Brown a lot. I, there is a lot about his game I really enjoy. We've definitely taken a corner. Melifon was there. I like him. I like Milton Williams a good bit. So
0: Jake. Who, who we, did you take talk- in the first? I forgot, Jake. JC Horn. I looked up
1: six spots for JC. Horn, that's yeah. right.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So
1: Jake, we just talked about J OK. We got Jamin Davis up there. Uh is that just not something you're feeling even with Horn on the board? <clears throat> yeah, I listen. I just don't
2: think they're gonna take a linebacker early. I just don't <laughs> see them investing that pick on a linebacker. I don't I mean Javen's he's a fun prospect. I'm so mad at Baltimore. I'm on full tilt right now. We're going (laughs) to come back. Do you you want to cut?
1: Yeah, let's cut to Steven. Something that (laughs) we're, you know,
0: because mine's going to be easy. So let's talk about uh, you for a second here. Sure. Something to 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 keep in mind with Jamin. And I'm not saying this, this necessarily rules him out or anything, but not by me. I'm talking about reputable draft minds. They always, you read all of their reviews on him. They all use the word raw, all of them. He'll be 23 this fall. I, I don't know if that's a first-round guy with this front office. If you're going to take a an incredibly athletic raw linebacker, if that's what you want. I'd much rather, you know, move down and uh, wait until like you know Cameron McGrone's range, something like that. If you if you're going to be because he's only twenty. If you want somebody who's super athletic, raw and moldable, I'd rather take somebody who's twenty than somebody who's almost twenty-three. That's not to say, like you said, Jake, that Jamin isn't a ton of fun. He is. I just think, I think, I think he's been from the Browns' perspective a little bit overcooked. If you were looking at fifty-nine. That, that you could talk me into it a lot easier than you could at 26. It's just something to keep in mind with him.
2: I mean, I like him. I think he's got some, I mean, the, as far as like a linebacker that you're going to take, if you're going to take one, he's the guy, he's the guy. I mean, I think he's a lot of fun. I just, man. Man, 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 man. Come back to me. I'm gonna make a choice later. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know what to do. I'm gonna look at it and think you Behind guys, the scenes, folks,
1: I... when Jake says come back to me, he's actually talking to himself because he controls what you see on your screen while we're doing this. Yeah. So he'll come back right. to himself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, painters is available again. What happened? No,
2: I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I uh I actually, you know, speaking of behind the scenes, I accidentally hit clicked the wrong button after i made my last pick and had to start over and recreate the whole trade and everything so uh but here we are i'm sitting at 5960 uh we had 8991 and remember we traded 89 uh to the saints as part of their offer to move up from 28 and got 60 it's pretty simple here what i'm going to do since i already have uh, Caleb Farley in house um, if Jabril Cox was a year younger, he would make this a tougher decision. And as much as I love uh, Ali McDe- McNeil, I-, I-, I know what I'm going to do here. I know these back to back picks, it would be, there's some really good players here, but I- I'm going to go this way. I'm going to take Elijah Moore at 59. I'm going to tell Washington to go pound salt in their ass. And then I'm going to take Peyton Turner. <laughs> partly because I love him and I think that's terrific value and partly just a needle and get under Jake's skin a little bit. But I mean, that was when I sat and looked at that board right there, there's some really good players sitting there, but those two guys at that right at that value with already a, you know, what we think is a, is a corner one in my pocket. I I really don't see how I could go either way.
1: Yeah. We had a question about um, Landon uh, the center from Alabama. I mean, the reality is all of his injuries are a problem, but they drafted uh, Harris last year, I think as that backfill and they've got some other guys. I just don't think they're going to go that high. They're going to continue to invest more resources in the offensive line this early.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm probably, a, probably <coughs> a realistic Eighty-nine, ninety-one is probably the earliest depending on, you know, uh, what else happens in the first few picks. And if they may maybe make a trade or, you know, sign somebody else in free agency, something like that. But, yeah, I would think eighty-nine, ninety-one would be the earliest unless they've met with minors a couple of times. If they absolutely love him and the board falls weird at 59, maybe. But that's a unique set of circumstances that would have to happen, I think, for them to take him that early. I absolutely agree well, with you. Hum- so-
2: Creed Humphrey's still on the board, too, on my side. I mean, he's – he's uh. He's Dane's highest rated center, too. So that's something I'm considering as well as I'm looking for. Creed at Humphrey's this.
0: a stud. He, he is. He tested,
1: tested like a freak, too. Anyway, Jared, go ahead. No, you're good. And I think the thing to always remember, and this is new for all of us around Browns world, is good teams draft a year or so ahead. Browns fans are used to, we got to draft now, right? Like, we need players now, all of that kind of stuff. But you watch the Ravens, you watch the Steelers, you watch the Patriots they're drafting guys behind, guy, you know, to come in who can still, they can use them, but they're not, that's not their role in year one, but year two and year three, they are. And that's really what makes them good year after year after year. That's why they can go eight and eight with duck freaking Hodges is because they're really developing guys and they're understanding the system and all that. So there is a place for again, here at Creed Humphrey, I'll be honest, this is a little struggle for me. Uh, those, those have been around with me for a while. Gregor Russo is a guy that I really was kind of a, not pound the table, but really interested in at 26, his testing and more and more film watching has me, uh, not out on him. Um, but he reminds me a lot of, of a Bud Dupre who he, uh, he, he got his sacks, but not for any, Uh, Not because of what he did, but because of a lot of other things. So um, for now, Rousseau is going to be tough for me to pass here at 59. I just got to get that out of my head. And the rest of this board is kind of like Jake's where I'm just not feeling it to be honest with you, Um, until I get down here and a a player that's going to be really interesting to a lot of people. uh, We've talked about him in a variety of ways, and I think he's going to fit what the Browns want to do is Milton Williams. I think he's a player that can play outside, that can play inside, that can do a lot of different things. And right now with who they have, I think Milton Williams, while he is not a pure edge guy, that's going to be a you know, bend the edge perfectly and all that kind of stuff. I think he's a player that fits what they want across from Miles Garrett, as well as the versatility that they want. And so uh, while he is someone we may have talked about in the third round a month ago, I think he's someone who is going to get second round consideration. And given my desire not to trade uh, today, I'm going to add to JOK with another athlete and another player I think can help against those top level AFC teams with Milton Williams, who they have as an interior defensive lineman, I think he can play edge as well.
2: <clears throat> okay. So you guys are through pick 60. Steve, did you pick two guys? Your your sixtieth yes. pick. Okay. Yep. So who do you tell me who you have so far? You can click on your, uh, uh, I have uh,
0: Caleb Farley, uh, um, Elijah Moore and uh, Peyton Turner.
2: All right. Well, you already win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jared,
1: who, you have Mil- uh, jok and milton two guys who yeah i'm gonna already answer. lose like jake you you're getting yeah. second place here i don't even have my picnic basket <laughs> anymore much less people yeah. who think this is going to be a good draft but i think it's good but also like
2: you know these things don't offer awful- Steve- steve's not the best in the world okay stop kissing his butt everyone he's okay he's not great
1: he can just pronounce people's names and remember man. random facts about them. Yeah, and look at it. my
0: outfit chicks dig me man they, they do the women hey, go crazy.
1: Look, I have hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I got snow right. on the roof, but it's still there. All right? <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna, really I'm gonna
2: not pick. Make I, I don't want to pick. I If the board falls this way, and at this point, I think Jamin Davis is fine. I think he's a good enough player at the spot he's at at 59. I know this would be a little bit out of the box for them, but the athletic profile is fine. He's a test guy. He did produce... I do think that he could be a good long-term linebacker for them. And, you know, some people have him going in the first round for good or bad, whether you believe that or not. So I I would be okay with it. We'll take him there, and then uh, we'll sim through to pick 89 for everybody. So I'm going to take him. I think, listen, I don't think this guy's playing with one leg. Like, he's going to help your defense. He's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, and he will help with doing some things that they need to do defensively. So I'm taking him there. Uh, and I, the reason I didn't take Miami is because I like some wide receiver values that come up later. And, um, yeah, listen, I'm up again, and I, I got a safety that I really like. I'm going to make this pretty simple. I'm going to take Jamar Johnson. Uh, I was hoping he would fall. God, no, I'm not going to make it simple.
1: Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, and even, Jake, as you kind of meander through your own mental – capacities right now steven and i actually have talked about this is there's a part of the wide receiver group that makes it really really difficult for us because it's like yes i like this guy i like bateman in the first round i like this guy in the second round but i could get this guy in the third round or i can get this guy you know like that is a really hard kind of place to be where you know you like certain guys and then you think value and then we get really really greedy not the cornerback, we get really greedy like, yeah, but I can get this guy in the third or fourth round and then sure. get this guy in the second round. It, we get so greedy where it's like the guy's there. Get your guy. Feel really good about it. But then again, you can get Milton Williams at 89 where I got him at 59.
2: Listen, boneless wings are not chicken nuggets. Stop calling them that. They're not. <laughs> Stop. Paul. I'm tired of it. They're not chicken nuggets. I'm not They're getting them.
1: They may not be chicken though.
2: oh man get out of here whatever i'm taking milton williams i didn't think he'd last actually i think that that's a bigger uh in terms of the long-term play with that prospect i think milton williams is and i know you got him a little earlier um i think he's is he's the type of rare testing athlete with his film came on so well bro jared listen they're not chicken nuggets Stop. I respect you. You throw a hell of a throat. You got a hell of a right arm, dude, but your chicken nugget take is wrong. I mean, he's got a great here.
1: first name, too. Like, let's man. just be real. I was like, wait, hey, what did man. I say? What did I do? <laughs>
2: I still, let me see the safety board real quick on my side. Um, uh, they're, Divine Diablo, I like. H- is still there. There's some guys I like. I don't think there's going to be an edge prospect interior O-line. Sorry, interior D-line, the kind of hybrid that is Uh, Milton Williams I think he's a good he's a good pick at pick uh, at this spot so I'm going to take him here so I have JC Horn who I moved up (laughs) for so I do not have pick 91 it went to Washington moved up to 19 to get Horn and then um, took Jamin Davis who I will lose I guess my my left arm for taking because some people are very mad at me and um, and then and then I took Milton Williams the, the people love me i don't I love i you guys make me better. I love doing these they're so fun <laughs> they're so fun Steve, and who'd you take yeah
0: <laughs> uh to answer we got a question from uh, Patton did we get one more next week? Yes, we will. I think we're planning to do it Wednesday night, right
1: Yes, we will do a Wednesday yeah. night episode a, okay. a draft and eve we, episode and will that be the official official Stephen and Jake mock draft?
0: It'll be the one that we're predicting exactly what's going to happen. And then yes. put all your
1: bets in after that.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah we've been holding back. Yeah.
2: All right, everyone's uh, happy with my Milton Williams pick, so I'm back. I'm in. Just like that, you guys pulled me back.
0: <laughs> Woo! A couple of guys uh, that are interesting. Um, first, you know, I want to throw the, the – this would be interesting if not for the guy that I'm going to take. Here's the trade offer. I don't know how how many people can see it. The Chiefs want to move up three spots, yeah. 94 to 91. And in return, they're willing to flip fifth and seventh, picks, seventh round picks next year. Now, that's the kind of future assets move that would make sense in a lot of situations. I mean, you're moving up two rounds next year, uh, getting a much more tradable asset, plus a place where you could find a player from only moving down three picks. But I'm going to reject it, and I'm going to show you why. This guy right here. Uh, I oh, think yeah. th- I, because that's obviously who they're going to move up for. I, I really don't see you a bunch of
2: man players. What's going on here?
0: So, you know, I mean, there, now there are, there are a couple other guys. I flip over to the defense here. Um, uh, Tui is very interesting. Hafanga, I think is just about perfect for that Rover role, that hybrid Rover role. And I like, uh, Ellerson Smith mentioned Cameron McGroan a little earlier. I, it's he's coming off the Tom. ACL, so I'm not sure, but in the end, it's really not that much of a decision at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Holland, and I'm running. And this is 91. I didn't have 89. Remember, we switched, swapped that out early. So that's it. Okay. All right. Let's uh,
2: hit, your, hit your icon if you can so we see your draft real quick, and then we'll go to Jared. All right. Yeah, you Javon a, Holland
0: is, a, is ridiculous. Farley, Elijah Moore, Peyton Turner, Javon Holland so far. You're yeah you're gonna win champ <laughs> whatever yeah he just he just picks the easiest ones whatever he
1: really does and then i get yeah. to mine and i'm I'm, ha- I'm over here like thank goodness i'm last so i can just stress my way through all this <laughs> because i i just don't like where i'm at like the reality you're nuzz, is, is, you're that... a nugget test sam you're a nugget test <laughs> uh, at least he doesn't eat his steak uh well done so for me, this is actually going to be a really this is really difficult and interesting, and with these two picks because a, I'm just going to be very honest. I live in Miamisburg, Ohio, down in the Dayton area, and this young man right here, Josh Myers, is from Miamisburg, Ohio. is a great guy and an amazing family. Know them uh, not great, but know them well. I uh, know a lot about them. This is a really difficult one because I do think in the third round, this is a place where getting your center of the future who can bump out the guard, Harris can be. Uh, at center gives you a lot of versatility is a tough uh, decision for me. Uh, but I want to look at cornerback. There are a couple options here that I like. Um, I am intrigued by St. uh I like Elijah Griffin uh, at USC. Um, later in the draft, I might like Sean Wade as an, an interior guy. There's just a lot here that I don't like about just the board in general. I'm not even sure and I actually want to you know ask Steven as you look at all of this uh, is there anything in this junk that like jumps out to you as as likely cuz Hunter Long to a topo, to I can't pronounce him what do you is there anything good here old man as you stare at him I can make it bigger for you
0: um I mean it's kind of hard to argue with Myers at the value there um, uh, keep going Yeah. St. Juice, Juice is too out- old. Yeah. yeah, he's outside. That's- Hunter Long is interesting. And I think I saw just after two. But yeah, I think too. Personally, I think Tufele is too low on yep. this board. I think he's being slept on, but he opted out. And he had a lot of stuff that people wanted to see him improve on this past year. He had potential, but, you know, needed to be more consistent. So there's a lot of projection involved in that. And we still don't know how anybody is going to look at the guys who opted out. How is that going to affect them? I have no idea. But I mean, purely from a, you know, value standpoint, I mean, Myers was what, 70 something and you're at pick 89. Right.
3: I mean, that's great value right there. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data So. and i just you
1: know for me it was just to make sure and, and i i get lost in some of the age stuff uh so josh myers is my pick at 89 uh the rams want me to trade down i have no interest in an extra six round pick so i'm here at 91 and here is again where uh to be honest when we look back at picks one of the tough things was paul sonadebo uh was selected with the mm. 85th pick that would have probably been my pick there at 89 and let Mm -hmm. you know risk myers falling because that would have been kind of that corner that i'm looking at and so meeting a corner this is where i'm going to you know from uh their chart their value i like elijah griffin i think he fits some of the things that the browns may want to do and to be honest looking at where i'm at so far i need a cornerback i want a cornerback um and I may be reaching a little bit here with Griffin, but that is something I'm okay to do a little bit with. Uh I do have some interest here with Marlin, with Hunter Long, um Tufele also, but I'm gonna go here with Griffin. I'm gonna get a USC guy one way or another. So we're going to Elijah Griffin. So my picks again Griffin, Myers, well, Jeremiah Usa Coromoa, Milton Williams, Josh Myers, Elijah Griffin is what we have filled out on the Browns through three rounds.
2: Okay, let's go back to me.
1: I am up. There are some names
2: I really like here. I I still Jamar Johnson or it could be is it Jamar or is he go by Jamar? I'm not I'm not sure on that one. Let's check it out.
1: Thanks for the help guys. Oh, you're. Oh, that was for us. I thought you were asking the crowd. Oh. Uh, there's 144 Whatever. of you at least. It's,
2: it's Jamar.
0: <laughs> I think it's Jamar. Jamar
2: yeah. You guys, you guys are just sleeping, and probably is Jamar. Josh Palmer's interesting. We both like. We posted our uh, interior offensive line big board ranking. Steve, you and I both had Kendrick Green very high. We like him. Uh, Jalen Darden, K. Johnson are fun prospects. Bobby Brown's an interesting prospect. I do like Tommy Tremble, Notre
1: Dame kid. Um. Sorry, my prerogative? Can we drop Bobby Brown so I can post my prerogative videos? As much as you want. Let's do it. Reminder, my prerogative. I've
2: taken Milton Williams. uh, I selected the Antichrist linebacker, Jamin Davis, and then I moved up to 19 for uh, J.C. Horn. So I am sitting with corner, linebacker, and then an interior slash rotation outside – freak athlete i like at this spot i i have talked about this I text steve last night about it there is some uncertain to me uncertainty to me about what they're doing down the line at safety because essentially ronnie harrison's on the end of his rookie contract he's a year four guy who knows what that contract year looks like he could be gone you're you're all presuming that that the, the grand Delpit comes back and it's just Grant Delpit again. There's, there's a long road to recovery mentally and physically with that Achilles. And I don't think he's back to being a guy they even count on until maybe mid season. So I think they need more safety help. And I think Jamar Johnson can be a really nice, uh, different varying piece that, that can fit with uh, the future and the immediate. So I'm going to take him at that spot. If you did not go back and watch his tape against Ohio state, he was a dominant player in that game.
0: Um, a very the other, good football the other thing with Delpit, if I, I can jump in real quick, is not only is he fighting mm-hmm. back the injury, but he's a rookie. I mean, we all we all know what we think Grant Delpit can be, and I'm, we're pretty confident that he's going to be that guy, but we don't know. He could be nothing. I mean, we, we really don't – him and Greedy both, we really don't have any idea what they are on the field for any – and for nothing for Delpit. So not only is he, he, are you counting on a guy who's coming back from uh, – uh, I think I said ACL. I meant Achilles – uh, but you're counting on basically a rookie and just saying, okay, yeah, he's he's there. He's a stud. Put him in there. We don't know. We don't know. So mm-hmm. grabbing another safety, I think, is definitely not off the board. Okay, good stuff. Let's
2: go over to you, actually, and see where you're at. <clears throat> it's fallen like crazy <throat> for goes. me.
0: I mean. Are I, you I,
1: serious? I, You've got Huffanga?
0: I've got Huffanga. I've got Ellerson Smith. I've got Andre Cisco. I've got ISM. Um, I, I, I mean, it's just it's fallen like crazy here for me uh, this time, which I'm thrilled about, to be perfectly honest. Um, the, the one thing I don't have anybody on the interior yet. I don't. I'm not a Shelvin fan. Bobby no. Brown's interesting, but I, I I don't know that I can pass up some of these other guys here for this. Um. So yeah, I think I'm if you down. don't
2: take Hafanga, Mike, Mike is flying back and and he's gonna find you.
0: Yeah, so. he always threatens to fly back from Hawaii, but he never does it. So I'm not really all that worried. Um, yeah, I, it's either Hafanga or, or Cisco, and I think I might be leaning a little bit more towards Hafanga at this point. And and here's why: because we just took I just took Javon Holland, who's a uh, a free uh, and slot hybrid type. So if we wanted somebody to do the free safety stuff uh, that Cisco does well, the center fielder type stuff, he can give us some of that. We do not have anybody to play that hybrid rover, you know, other linebacker role, whatever you want to call it. And Hafenga uh, can do that in spades. I think he's built for it. So I'm going to go ahead and take him here. Even though technically it's back-to-back uh, safety picks, I think we're probably looking at Holland more of a uh, – to, to do more in the slot than he does and then do some safety stuff if that ratio makes any sense, so I'm going to take Hofanga here, and uh, we got ourselves a, a. We have turned the defensive backfield and the coverage unit from a question mark into a potential stronghold here before we reach pick 120.
1: I like it. That, that's a lot of talent there, and you know you got to plan long term. You also have to think special teams, right? Is is that's a lot of players that can help out on special teams and and can do a lot of things. So uh, we do love that. So we get to mine again and. And again, this board is just crushing me. Uh, It does have, it has no love for me at this point in time. I'm not really interested in doing this anymore. Steven, if you can uh, get, I mean, you got Trey Wingo on, on, online, obviously, because he's hooking up yours. Uh, The the bad thing is the draft network. Those are my people. Like I broke bread with those, a lot of those guys multiple times in Indy. Those are my people. And uh, this board is not falling in a way that I love. Uh, but, you know, going back to looking at where we're at with picks, uh, we got a, co- you know, we got JOK as the linebacker, Milton Williams, both inside, outside defensive line, Josh Myers, uh, long-term interior, uh, offensive lineman, and then Griffin as our cornerback. And that really leads me kind of where to, where you ended up. And that is that Andre Cisco role. Um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's fitting to what he does and, what Grant Delpit we want him to do at times. I just think again, like you, with Holland and uh, with Hafanga, adding more safeties that can do multiple things. I feel really good about. I know a lot of people. As I'm getting McNeil or Alum yelled at me a few hundred times. Um, I know a lot of people like him. For me. I like defensive line, but if I have to pick, I'm always going to pick coverage. Uh, I, I have really fallen on that bandwagon that PFF has that coverage is always more important than pressure. That doesn't mean they're both not important, and we are going to go with Andre Cisco here.
0: That's a good pick. It's great value, too, especially if he's healthy.
1: I like Absolutely. It. I mean, listen. I like, they they need to get him more disciplined, right? Like he is he is all over the place. He's going to do whatever right. he wants to do, and can they rein him in just enough? And I think that's where a John Johnson is really valuable. If you bring out an, an Andre Cisco. Okay, we um, see your draft
2: up, JOK. You took Milton Williams, pick fifty nine. You have Josh Myers, Jared, at pick eighty nine. The center guard. You have 91 pick uh, Elijah Griffin, the corner uh, from USC. And then you took Andre Cisco 110. I am up again. Um, I am going to, there are some interesting guys on the board here. Um, you know, Jalen Darden is kind of interesting. I'm not blown away by him and I'm not blown away by what he would do with this offense. Trey Brown runs really well. Um, you know, a guy who I think, I think might be somebody they're pretty interested in here. Um, Simi Fajoko, which is a, is a testing freak of nature wide receiver. I just got some questions about his ability to consistently catch the football, so I don't like the value there. David Moore, Grambling it's State. Browns mock. I know you love him. Mm. I, though, am going to go with Trill Williams here. Um, I like Trill Williams partly because he's a freak of nature testing guy, but he has a ton of experience in the slot, which is I think some people don't really know that. He was a nickel for them more than anything else, and I think Troy Hill is a one-year to maybe two-year guy. Troy has some safety experience. He has, obviously, slot corner experience. So I feel pretty good about taking him here. I still want to address edge and wide receiver at some point, but I do think they're going to double-dip corners, and I think getting another guy comfortable playing inside, who, again, was on Bruce Feldman's freak list. This guy is an, is a... Is a Fantastic athlete. I think Troy Williams makes a lot of sense there, and I did not want to see him go to somebody else. So uh, I am going to give you my picks later because I don't really feel like going back through them, and PFF does not let you quickly find
0: them. So we're going to go back <laughs> to Steve with his next pick. Where are you at, Steve? You're also on pick one, 132. Who you got? Yeah, 132. Uh, I would also like to uh, double up on corner. So Ambry Thomas is sort of interesting here, but. I think I'm going to do something uh, a little different. See, here, here's the defense. Tony Fields is interesting. Gillespie, I think, is underrated, but we are, I've already taken two safeties. Um, uh, I know some people like Sherwood in a different situation. Him or Wallow or somebody like that would be interesting. Uh, Divine Diablo, same thing. But I think I'm going to switch over here, a guy that you just talked about, because I think this is low for him. Um, I know technically yeah. – uh, a guy ranked 163 being picked at 132 is not really all that good value, but I, this is the lowest that I've seen him. All the other boards are much closer to the start of day three, and I think that's more his range. Uh, and you want to talk about, as we've been talking about all night, the future of the interior offensive line. I mean, we've got Wyatt Teller's contract coming up. JC's over 30. Joel is approaching 30. I mean, They don't need to do anything. They might not make one pick on the offensive line this whole draft, and if they do it's totally justified, or they don't, it's totally justified, because they've got Drew Forbes, Nick Harris, uh, um, the kid from South, Alex Taylor, a kid from South Carolina State. They've got a ton. they got some guy named Blake. I mean, they've got, they right now have more offensive linemen in the building uh, than will make the 53. So if they don't make any picks on the offensive line, totally justifiable. But especially the, way, the ridiculous way that this board has fallen for me and everything that we've hit, I think this is a wise pick right here uh, because he can play guard. Uh, he showed at the senior bowl that he can play center. He's nasty uh, and he's a, a perfect fit for this scheme. So that's my pick, David Moore out of
1: Grambling Well, State. that's because you think you're going to get voted the best draft no matter what now, so you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm going to pick a well, cheerleader also, next.
2: This comment from Stan I just couldn't agree more with. Just talking about how hard it is to do the mock that I'm doing to come out with good results. Um it just speaks to my perseverance. It speaks to my my <laughs> earnestness.
0: Your thirty um, for thirty should, is
2: going to be interesting, Jake. Yeah. It should be. It should be noted. I don't know. It's just something that we should pay attention to. Uh, all right, let's go over to Jared. You're up next on the hotline. All, Who you all right. So for to? the
1: first time, I actually like some of the options I have. I'm higher on Marvin Wilson than most people are. Uh, as Stephen <laughs> vomits in his mouth a little bit. Um, Huffenga is there, so again at 132, I'm looking at value. Andre Sisco is my, uh, you know, deep, deep safety kind of guy. Hafanga does a lot of things. Stevens already talked about. I do like Sean Wade as a slot corner. Uh, he was overvalued when he was first round, top 10, top whatever that people said. But I do think he has a lot of talent and again, could develop there. And so there are some guys I like. And then uh, somebody, Stephen and I talked about, I hadn't spent a lot of time on ISM uh, before this afternoon, to be very honest with all of you. And so uh, I'm liking what I see there. And so that this is actually a difficult place for me because I have a lot of guys that I like and I would love to somehow pick up a couple extra picks in here so I could get two of these guys that is just not realistic. So then it comes down to who I think is going to have the most impact and who can fit into what I want and who I would hate to lose the most. And as of today, at least, because I get kind of, you know, like most of us, we like our new things that we're spending more energy on. ISM has really drawn my attention there at 132. I think that's a good place to pick him. So I am going to get a wide receiver who I can, who, who I'm learning can do a lot of things, vertical, all of those kind of things. And I'm liking that. So here I am. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of value here. Finally, for me, Uh, Chuba Hubbard is someone who uh, I like as a zone running back as well, but ISM will be my pick as I add a little bit of offense to, to more defense in my draft. All right. So we're looking at a wide receiver, a couple defensive linemen, or defensive backs, and an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, and then a safety linebacker hybrid. And I think all of them can make an impact pretty quickly for the Browns. I would agree. I like your draft so far. I am up again here. There are
2: <clears throat> some interesting names still on the board. I, I like Coonsie from Buffalo, but he's just – I think he's going to be too old for the the what we believe to be the spectrum number there for their guardrail. I do like a guy sleeper guy here. Um, yeah, I know, man. Ron talking about the board. It's not great, Ron. <laughs> it's not great. I'm making. Hey, the if best you guys could it.
1: could heckle Jake a little bit more, that would make my life a little bit you know more enjoyable. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, a couple guys we talked about on our tackle list: Tommy Doyle. Jack Anderson, I do like Tommy. I have my eye on uh, a specific edge who I think is too low in pro football Focus's rankings. Let me see if he's still even available. God, is he available? Let's filter positions, go down to ED. I am going to take – did he get picked? I'm going to be really annoyed if he got picked. I think
1: the Ravens got him a couple
2: picks ago. If the Ravens got him, I swear to God, I'm done. I'm quitting. God dang it! Miami took Ellerson. I hate this crap. I hate it.
1: Ugh. I hate it.
0: Jake's hate board it. is I, I, boneless. Listen. Sam. That's a good one.
1: Yeah.
2: It, it, Jake's it is, board yeah.
1: is boneless.
3: Uh,
2: get that off the screen. Um I could I could potentially go with the theory that the Browns need one player whose last name starts with Ogan uh, every year, <laughs> uh, Ogan Dejeev, Notre Dame, who was a guy that um, uh, Jordan Reed from from Draft Network mentioned could be a fit for the Browns. I don't know. I I'm in another one of these situations where I thought a guy was going to be there who's not there, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, well, that sucks. Come back to me, Steve. You go.
0: all right uh well for the first time here tonight it's not uh glaringly obvious uh what i'm gonna have to do i'm gonna have to actually make a decision i love josh palmer if he falls this far which i don't think he's going to uh but i already took elijah moore so doubling up um on wide receiver doesn't seem smart there's some interesting names you know uh tony is interesting uh, some people like uh, uh, Marvin Wilson, Zach McPherson, if he was younger, uh, Kylan Hill, if they decide to go running back. I know they met with Darius Stills, and I don't have a uh, an interior guy on the defense yet, but there's two uh, there's two that I'm going to uh, decide between here, and I'm going to go show who they are. Um, there, Janarius Robinson, I think, as your second edge uh, in this uh, in this draft class because he also has some inside outside uh, versatility and he's huge. I mean, he's big, his physical testing, his profile is, is fantastic. So I think getting him in a rotational early uh, developmental kind of role, especially this late, uh, I think would be fantastic. The other thing I'm thinking about uh, is this guy right here. Um, tight, Tight end is, it's kind of the same, in the same uh, board as this, uh, same category as the safeties. This year, they're set. We know that. We know who they are. But we don't know what's going to happen with Najoku going forward. We don't know what Harrison Bryant is yet. And Austin Hooper, after, I believe, next year, his contract is up, and who knows if he'll be brought back. So, again, getting out early, drafting guys two years early, especially at a very slow-developing position like tight end, might make some sense late here. And I think McKitty's being very undervalued. I think he's very, very good in both aspects of the game. Uh, but I think as much as I love McKitty, I'm going to go back over and just keep building a, 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 a massive defense. Uh, I'm going to take Janarius Robinson here as a developmental edge guy with some inside capabilities. Um, we're not counting on him. I wouldn't want Robinson to be The only edge, the one guy that they bring in to to count on this year to contribute as a rookie, he may explode. I don't know. He's got the physical talent to do it, but I wouldn't want to count on that. But if they've already got one, like I did with Peyton Turner, I think bringing him in as the next guy um, makes a lot of sense, especially if they can get him
1: at this value. All right. Yeah, Krupka's liking those older guys this time. Yeah. So when we get to my board, I'm going to make it big again. We actually get to exactly what Stephen and I talked about offline and then a little bit here is I get a couple wide receivers that I'm interested in, but I just picked up ISM, but I like Josh Palmer. I like Josh. I'm not pronouncing that last name from Illinois. Um, so, <laughs> not, you know, I'm in these positions where... I don't have room for two wide receivers. Right. And so while I would love to add, you know, some players that I like, it's just not realistic for me to do that here. And so unfortunately, I kind of lose out on that where, yeah, man, I, I would have done maybe done something different up there uh, if I knew Palmer was going to be available to me here. But you get that when you're making these decisions. Instead, I'm going to double up at cornerback with a player who I think has all the physical tools. Um, may not have that kind of nastiness may not have the kind of uh, the, the technique that we want at this point in time but a player who can help out and that is uh, Marco Aaron, Wilson. <laughs> Uh, so, so I think Mar-
2: Aaron comes on with this every time and mentions players from my high school days, just so you guys know. I have to laugh. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Every time it's, it's so well
1: done. It's, it's just something I only laugh at, but it's, gotcha. it's pretty funny. All right. So who'd you go with? So I'm going with Marco Wilson. I just think he's a developmental yeah. cornerback who can do a lot um, and can, can give them some reps, uh, can play on special teams and can develop under time under Joe Woods. Okay. I like it. I am back to my
2: pick, which I am going to take. Uh, I think you had him listed in your top five, uh, Drew Dahlman. Mm-hmm. Steve, I think you mm-hmm. had him. I like him a lot. I know he's a top five center for, for Dane as well. Uh, so I am going to take Dahlman. He's right at the edge of the age spectrum. He's a little over 22 and a half. We'll turn 23 in season. But I, I like the I like the pick here uh, to strengthen up my, my uh, interior line for the future with a, a, a really respected player, a good player. I am going to hope – oh, boy, this is moving so fast. All right, I'm going to see if the Chiefs want to let me move up to pick 211. I have 211, 257 for 181. I don't think they're going to accept that, but I'm going to try to move up to cap off my draft. They did let me do it. I'm going to go get an edge that I think has slipped a little too far uh, in some of these. I I, I think Patrick Jones has some 4-3 starter capability someday. Uh, Dane him is a, is a round three, round four guy. I agree with that. He's got flaws, don't get me wrong, but I'm taking a shot on a guy here who I think could potentially be down the line. Again, another guy, 22 and a half-ish, uh, who down the line, Patrick Jones, body type stuff. He didn't test some of the things because of left hamstring injury, uh, Can can eventually help us as an edge guy. So I went in that direction. And that means I am not going to end up taking a wide receiver. So shoot me, okay? Whatever, we'll get one next year. <laughs> go get Garrett Wilson anyway. All right. So my draft is done and I will go to Steve who you have some more picks.
0: Yeah, I still have uh, two more picks. It's uh, interesting. Vincent was talked about as maybe an early day two guy early on in the process. And then he opted out blazing speed, but uh, small uh, there's inventor Bebe who's outside the age uh, guardrail as is Fahoko. Uh, and Cornell Powell, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, there's a few guys here, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, since we've been on for a while, I'm going to speed up the process. I'm going to take a guy that I think is, uh, undervalued on a lot of boards. Uh, where did he go? There he is. Darren Hall, uh, San Diego state. He's a cornerback. Some people have him listed as a safety. Uh, uh, he does seem to play better with the action in front of him. So maybe that's why, but he played a lot of corner for the Aztecs and did it very, very well. Uh, good player. young, uh, he's not yet 21, very athletic, a uh, lot of production. I don't know why he's so low, uh, but I wanted to double up on corner. Uh, and, uh, this is my, uh, this is my guy here at post pick 200. I-, I think it's just tremendous value to get Darren Hall at that spot.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, I will come back to you, Jared. Unfortunately, I did something. I don't know how I did it uh, with with, when TDN sometimes when you do trades and don't do trades. So at 211, I actually had uh, a trade ready to go. I am trading my... 211th pick to the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, for next year's fifth round pick. Uh, So that was a trade that I had set up. Unfortunately, when I went back to try to get it ready for the mock, it didn't allow it. So unfortunately, we got to cross off the 211 Carson Green offensive tackle because TDN did something funky for me just as you were coming my way. Uh, But instead, looking at the board, I just was not in love with where I was and, and who I already had. And so instead, I want a fifth round pick. And I think the Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders are terrible. Uh, and they're not going to be very good. And so that is, unfortunately, I messed up for this presentation. Uh, but at 211, I have traded that pick, sixth round pick, to the Las Vegas Raiders for a 2020 fifth round pick. They were going to accept it. The freaking bar was green. Uh, but then I tried to do something funky and it didn't work out. But uh, we do not have a 211th pick in the uh, 2021 draft.
2: Way to go, Jared. Screwed it Way up. <laughs> out yeah. All right, back to Steve. Let's finish yours out, 257. Uh, and then yeah. I got a, a good question for us next after this. A couple
0: of spots from the end of the draft. You know, you could do literally anything you wanted to do here. I'm going to go ahead and just take a guy that I have been in love with since last uh, May. I'm going to take uh, Zach Davidson from Central Missouri. Six foot seven, tight end. Uh, you watch him play against you know the the smaller school kids, and he just he looks like an older brother playing with younger brothers. Also a great punter if that matters. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and oh, grab yeah. him here. Mm-hmm. Um, it you know if, if nothing else, a six foot seven target in the red zone is uh, Baker would probably like that, so. All right, let's talk real
2: quick about this question. If the Browns were to trade a pick for a current player, what would be the most likely player? What do you think it would cost? I think Steve's mm-hmm. going to throw out an interesting proposition tomorrow uh, on the mock, not to spoil it for everybody who's who reads these every morning, but I think if they were to go get any player, it would be a corner. Talk about mm-hmm. your hypothetical corner trade, Steve, real quick.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, everybody's been talking about Gilmore from New England, and th- that might still come to pass where there's this much smoke. Sometimes there's actually fire. But the fact that they haven't inked J.C. Jackson to a long-term deal yet just feels funky to me. Um, so if you could get – I when when they slapped a second-round tender on him, we had the discussion, uh, I think, on Twitter or maybe even on the pod. I would trade him 59 for JC Jackson in a heartbeat, but if you can get him in some kind of move up or move down situation, get them to include that instead of extra picks, it might be interesting. Um, uh, I'm not really all that sure that JC Jackson is actually on, you know, uh, the market. Uh, I don't know why he would be, uh, but the fact that they haven't inked him yet after the couple of years that he's had for them, uh, I find it uh, interesting and funky and you never know with hoodie what he's going to do. I agree. I agree. Jared, any thoughts on that? Or Are you, you think you just
2: kind
1: of agree? Yeah, I think we're looking at a cornerback. Um, I think, honestly, the addition becomes bringing Sheldon Richardson back because you're looking at that kind of veteran uh, type of player. So I think uh, that's probably more likely uh, than a trade. But you never know. There are so many trades that we don't think about looking back like, oh, those happened during the draft and after the draft. So I think it's a great question. I think the NFL is in such an interesting place with the Eagles being an example of a team that's in transition. uh, And there are a variety of other teams uh, that either are going to be going for it that aren't very good or or moving back. And so I think there's a lot of possible players. Uh, Unfortunately, with the draft and so many players, it's hard to focus on both at the same time. It's like trying to juggle 500 different things. And my brain can last with like 10 uh, so, uh, I don't really know exactly right now who might be on the board, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if Andrew Barry has some things lined up, you know, mm-hmm. for a late pick, uh, already set up to go and say, Hey, we're going to spend a little money here, uh, to get this exact guy, whether it's a JC Jackson, younger guy, or that guy that they can have for one year and, and trade a six round pick for
2: I like it. I like it. We are going to show each draft now. Uh, I went and took uh, the opportunity. J.C. Horn slipped down to 19. I didn't want to let the simulator go even one more pick, even though the, the Redskins probably wouldn't have selected him. I did I did want to move and, and make a move and take him there, so I moved. Uh, pick 19 is what I received, and I gave up one of our extra thirds. Pick 91 took J.C. Horn, who I view to be the best corner in this draft. Pick 59 came. Listen, Peyton Turner was gone at 58. I'm really still sad about it. I took Jamin Davis. Well, I listen. I think he's a good football player. I know he's a linebacker. I get it. I still think that if you're going to invest in a linebacker, second round is not a terrible spot, and you still get a hyper athletic player at the position who I think can develop into. I can be fine when the season starts, but he can keep developing, and that's the type. Took Milton Williams when he was there. Uh, Jamar Johnson was there at pick one ten. I felt great about Terrell Williams versatility there at 132 and listen mm-hmm. it's not like pff doesn't have his jamar johnson like their 47th player on the big board so i don't you know i don't know maybe he got a speeding ticket i took drew Dalman um as a nice center guard hybrid type and then i took patrick jones as the development age uh kind of borderline age guy but i, I think uh, he could be a fun 4-3 type d end to take late in the draft see if he can develop into a rotational player at some point so that is my draft. i will say one thing it is okay to not take a wide receiver in this draft, in my opinion. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think their wide receivers are set for this next year. I still think they're going to have wide receivers they like the following year. They might keep Rashard. They might keep Odell. And then you can draft what should be another good wide receiver draft. So it's not the end of the world if they don't take a receiver in this draft. They probably will, but it's not the end of the world if they don't. Let's go to Steve's, which is just a great draft.
0: Yeah, uh, hey. the, the, the trade um... – I told you I had to gracious. rebuild it because I started uh, I accidentally restarted over. The the action, take that first out there. I had I had to put that in there to get it to go through because I accidentally screwed up and had to start over. The actual trade was 28 uh, and 89 uh or 26 and 89 for 28 and 60. Um and so at 28 I got Caleb Farley. We assumed you know, obviously on the assumption that his medicals will come out okay. At the 59-60 combo, it fell about as perfect as it could possibly get. We got one of the best wide receivers in the entire draft. We got uh, Peyton Turner uh, at the edge, who I think we all just love. Uh, and then another crazy fall, uh, Javon Holland at 91 uh, turned down a, a pretty good trade offer from the Chiefs to get him uh, as a free safety uh, slot hybrid. Hafanga in the uh, rover role and you know depth at all of the safety spots uh, is a great pick there. David Moore getting out a year ahead, at least a year ahead of the needs on the interior of the offensive line. And then the last three picks, Janarius Robinson, I think, is a guy that... He has the physical skill set to way outplay that draft slot, so I think taking a shot at him in the fifth was good. Darren Hall, the same, very young, very athletic, good player, uh, won't be counted on immediately, which is good. And then Zach Davidson's just a guy that I like. He's super athletic. He's very intriguing. Um, I, I, anytime you can get a six-seven guy that runs, I think he ran under four-five or, or right around four-five. I think. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. So you get him in and see what the, uh, what you can make of him. I'm pleased, pretty pretty much overall. Uh, I don't see how I, I could not be. It fell pretty crazy. Notorious B. Bee, notorious
1: B. Hater, Steve. Very anyway. much a B hater. <laughs> he he needs to know about the birds a little bit. All right, we get over to mine, and um, you know, to be honest, not my favorite mock draft. But as I continue to look at it, I I can always talk myself into a lot of things. I think JOK is a difference maker uh, don't care his position, know what he can do on the field. I think he allows the Browns a ton of versatility. Heck, he can be the fourth safety on the field. He can play slot. He can just do so many things that the value of that is just so large. And given everything else that was available there, felt like he was the best pick. Milton Williams gives that versatility. I got him here at 59. Uh, unfortunately Jake was then able to get him at 89. Uh, so, and Jake was able to get credit uh from from somebody. I told you I'm getting I'm I'm gonna be third in this one. Uh Josh Myers just like uh Steven looking for that guy that can be there down the road. And to be honest, that interior of the offensive line is so important for Baker Mayfield, a little bit shorter, all of those kind of things. I don't want to leave that up in the air. I wanna I want a guy and Josh is six four, six five. So Uh, He can play center, big guy, uh, but can keep his center of gravity down. And and one of the nicest guys off the field and a a monster on the field. Uh, Griffin, cornerback, goes along with Marco Wilson down there at the bottom, giving the Browns some outside cornerbacks with some size, with some length, with some physicality at times um, that, that I think can really help the defensive backfield If Greedy Williams is not healthy, help on special teams, which is so important when we get down here into the third and fourth round. Andre Sisco, he's a risk taker, uh, but he can play that deep middle of the field. He can do a lot of different things. He can move around. um, And then ISM gives you that deep threat It's somebody I like. And then I added a fifth round pick for next year because I didn't want to keep that sixth round pick. I didn't want to add another player just to add another player. Instead, I wanted extra value to do something with. So I have the Raiders fifth round pick, and I don't think they're going to be very good this year. Um, so that was a value for me at that point in time.
2: To answer your question about JOK, okay, I think he is. I think he I think he doesn't have the size, and, and maybe he didn't run in the 40. I think a lot of what Simmons' freak value was was he ran like a 4.38 or something like that. I think people overlooked that Simmons was only a comfortable guy when rushing. Like, that's where his most productive efforts were at Clemson. And got addicted to a clip where he was running the, 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 the route for – he jumps a, a outside release takeoff against Ohio State that, that Justin Fields kind of stared down, and people were obsessed with this idea he could be more than what he was. I think J.O.K. has much better film. I just think he does a bunch of different things really well, and – his film is, is – is, it speaks a higher level of football player to me initially. Now, maybe the testing and, and eventually what is the athlete, the athlete of Isaiah Simmons becomes more down the line, but I think JOK is every bit as good, if not a better prospect, coming into this uh, position. Another question that popped up, are the Bengals crazy to not go line at five? Listen, if the Bengals don't want to protect Joe Burrow with guys like sul who I think are going to be really – I think sul has a chance to be a generational tackle. I just think he's that good. And And if they want to pass on that to go get Jamar Chase – Cool, fine, do it. Let, let you look at Joe Burrow's knee scar and tell me you should pass on guys like that. And, and it's just silly to me. It's just silly. And people get this thing, it's it's hilarious to me where they'll, they'll they'll rag on Baker about, well, he has the best offensive line. Well, that's great. And that's the way every quarterback should play behind a great offensive line. Don't don't punish people like they Make it harder than it needs to be. I'm sure in the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes wished his offensive line was just a little bit better. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> shut up, man, shut up. I think I love, I know Joe Burrow loves Jamar. I know, I know the connections there and I know that wide receivers are, are re- but it's like, God, there are a bunch of good wide receivers in this draft. And and mm. I know that it's a relatively deep tackle class too. I haven't studied them because I don't think the Browns are interested in anybody in the first two, three, four rounds there. But to me, it's like, you should definitely be trying to, Jared's got something playing in the background. Um, you know, listen, I, I just think they should take Sewell, and I think it'd be silly if they
1: don't. So, um, It's yeah. interesting that a lot of people, are, uh, at least on Twitter, that do some analysis are looking at Slater as a better player than Sewell. That's, I think that's just, um, you know, recency bias, to be honest, because Sewell sat out. I'm with it. I'm with it. I think he's special, man. And I, I just,
2: if they want to pass on him and keep running the gambit and let Miles, and listen, especially when you look at this, division and you say cleveland's a perennial contender for the next fight and they just signed clowny they got a bunch of they're going to continue to build the pass rush it's like why would you why would you risk that man so listen they want to do it cool we'll see in a week now so this will be fun guys we are going to take all three mocks i'll put them on twitter again so fellas make sure you send me a screenshot of your mock draft i'll post all three you can vote on them you can make fun of us you can do whatever you want to do uh which is what you do anyway you make fun of us so i had fun these are three good mock drafts we'll do it one more time Uh, on drafty Wednesday night of next week. And then you can join us for the entirety of round one on the OBR's live draft show. It's going to be a blast. So we're really looking forward to it. It's right around the corner. We had about 170 people for the most part of this thing hanging out, which is just fantastic output of, of, uh, of people that are interested in this thing. And you guys in the comments were really great too. And it's always fun. It's just a fun thing to do, a fun thing to talk about. So, guys, appreciate you again. We will check in next uh, week for this next mock draft. I'll be back again tomorrow with a guest around 830 again. So we will catch you guys then. And as usual, let's go Browns.